at it again. Can't stop. Won't stop. Loving it over here. It's the College Gridiron Showcase watch list show. It's episode number 20. And it's not just the watch list show. It's an announcement show. We have invites going out. We have expanded watch lists going on. We have new sponsors hopping on board with the College Gridiron Showcase in Bedford, Texas. January 7th to the 11th. I'm not even going to lie to you because I just booked my tickets. We're flying in, baby. Craig, Jose, here we come. Can't stop, won't stop. On location across the nation. We'll be in Bedford, Texas, bringing you all the ball to the wall coverage, live streaming it, behind the scenes, player interviews. It really is going to be something phenomenal, and I'm excited about the roster we are assembling and putting together, and I know Senior Bowl uh, announcements are going out, and we'll wait for the East-West Shrine game to make their little announcement. And then that's right, baby, the Cosgrid Iron Showcase announcement show will come sometime probably in the end of December, but we got a lot of things on tap before we get to that. And to do that, we're going to welcome in Craig Red on the Defiance Fuel Hotline. Craig Red is one of the co-owners of the Cause Gridiron Showcase, along with Jose Jefferson. And we remind everybody to log on to DefianceFuel.com. How are we today, Craig? Craig, are you with us? Come on, baby. I know I see you. All right, let's see if we can get Craig in one more time. And one, three, two, one, Craig, hello. Okay, no go on Craig, so we'll try to get him in here in a second. I love blog talk radio and live radio here, but we'll see if we can get Craig on. I want to tell everybody here that this is the first of five shows, five days, five locations, and I'm going to tell you about that right now. We're kicking it off right here. College Gridiron Showcase, episode number 20. We are airing on Blog Talk Radio live right now. We're also on the Facebook Live, the Twitter, and the Periscope right now. We have some new uh, live stream platforms we're going to introduce, and we're going to try Craig one more time, buddy. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, Craig. There it is. That's the magic I was waiting for, my man. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. So I was just telling everybody this is the first show of five live streams. We're going in the next five days, and it's an exciting show, Craig, because a lot of uh, exciting, great things are happening behind the scenes at the College Gridiron Showcase. And I know I don't know how much we can or we can't share, but we're sitting here now, ooh, I'd say about 50 days away. What's going through your mind? How are you feeling? I mean, I know how you're feeling, but tell the listening audience how you're doing <laughs> I'm loving it. This this is a great time of year. The the, the business part will be behind us Monday once we make the announce uh, the announcement of our sponsors. And right now it's it's all about the players. It's about getting those invites yeah, it is out. All about we have players. our first wave out. Yes, we do have the first wave of College Gridiron Showcase invites out. We also have expanded that watch list, and we'll be posting that on the College Gridiron Showcase website, cgsallstar.com, so you can see if you're a player listening right now, you can go see if we are considering you. And also, Craig, we must educate the players. Part of the College Gridiron Showcase 
and symposium, a lot of times the symposium part gets overlooked because this event does a lot, I would say, probably more than any all-star event for the players off the field. And, you know, part of us educating the players that could be listening right now about receiving an invitation, I mean, tell the player if they're listening out there how they should go about handling an invitation to any all-star game and your thoughts doing this now for the uh, third consecutive season. Well, my, my thought from being a former agent of 15 years, being a sports consultant, and then obviously doing you know our game now for the last three years, and this is not just tainted towards you know CGS, but in general, when you get an invite to a game that everyone knows is a credible game, you know it, it, it's something that is going to have a lot of scouts there. You accept the invite because you don't ever want to lose a spot. It doesn't matter what game it is. You never want to lose a spot. I hear players all the time saying, I'm waiting for, you know, the East-West, or I'm waiting for, well, everyone's waiting for the Senior Bowl, and all these other games invite you, and everyone says, well, I'm waiting for the Senior Bowl. Well, you don't know if that's coming. Take the game in front of you, and then if you get, you know, a, a, a bigger game where you get the Senior Bowl, you know, show, show the respect to someone, call them and say, hey, I got an invite here, I'm going to go to that game. I, you know, no one will fault you from that. But play, some players are waiting till the end of the season or, you know, they're, they're waiting on something bigger and better and, you know, from, from any of the different games. And sometimes you lose out on a spot because you're holding out for a spot that you don't have yet. You always want to be able to take a spot to guarantee that you're going to be able to get in front of the scouts so you don't lose something. And, you know, I, I think a lot of these players sometimes make that mistake that, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting or I'm weighing my options. Well, sometimes if you have one invite, that's your option. So there, there's not much to, to weigh if you're really trying to get in front of people. So uh, I always urge guys, take an invite, and if, if something bigger comes along, go ahead and, you know, consider that, but at least lock down your spot. Don't ever give a yeah, spot I mean, away. I, I, I see it happen year in and year out, Craig, and, and uh, it's a shame. It's unfortunate because, like you said, there's a 1,000 players in the country right now that think they're getting a senior bowl invite. Only 110 are going to actually receive one. So, you know, just to reiterate what Craig is saying, you know, get back to us, accept your invitation, and not just the Cod's Gridiron Showcase if you're the Shrine game or any game. You should accept the invite, and if the senior ball comes calling, hey, great, so be it. We'll shake your hand and wish you the best of luck. But we are trying to help out the players here. It's not just an opportunity here. It's a lifetime, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And, Craig, I know uh, 28 NFL scouts last year. I expect all 32 NFL teams in attendance this year. And, uh, you know, we have some exciting stuff coming up on uh, Monday that we got to tell the folks about as well. We are fired up about Monday. Um, you know, it, it originally came about just, you know, you and I just kind of talking, saying, hey, we should do this. And it's kind of grown a leg of its own. And as we start talking to some of the uh, sponsors, they're all excited about the opportunity to to have the national stage to, to be talked about on a larger level. And you know, to talk with us, but also talk about what they're doing and what they're doing at, at our game and how they're partnering up with us. So it really is, now that we're what, four days away, five days away, it, it really is exciting. It's, you know, it, it's kind of electric every day I get from the sponsors now. 
okay, so when are we calling in or when are we coming in? When's the show? Everyone's getting fired up about it. So um, I know you're fired up. I know Miami Mike's fired up. I'm fired up. Jose's fired up for it. So th- this is really, I, I think, going to be a, a, a great night. Yes, that's going to be the College Gridiron Showcase Sponsorship Announcement Show on Monday from 7 to 8.30. It's going to be an expanded show. Usually we air the Monday Night Tailgate show at that time. There's going to be a special presentation. We're going to have sponsors for the College Gridiron Showcase on hand. We'll be broadcasting live from the new Miami Mics in Jersey City. We'll have uh, the official new studio set up and uh, the, the speakers in place, and everything is going to be uh, very well represented so you guys can hear uh, some of the gold, good folks involved with the game, what they're bringing to the table, and uh, some pretty cool products as well, if I might not add. Uh, now, Craig, uh, we're going to welcome in Joe Everett in just a second here, but before we let you go, we'll be talking primarily safeties, but parting shot for the people. We can go in a million di- different directions. I don't know you want to talk about previous safeties, if you have some news you want to hit us with, or any parting shots before we let you wrap it up here. Uh, listen, we, we, you know, CGS has safeties plenty in, in the NFL right now from, from our past events. So safety is, is a spot that we've really had great success with the DBs. Um, and this, you know, this upcoming year, from the acceptances we've already gotten, this year's going to be no different. We, we really already have... Uh, some great safeties, and really that spot's almost closed out already. So uh, I, I think we're going to continue that tradition of, of having some some big-time safety, some big-time players that come to our event but that also find themselves in the NFL. Yeah, no doubt about it. The, uh, the roster is really exciting to look at. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited, Craig. Thanks for joining us here. I know I'll be talking to you plenty over the next two months as we uh, just speed uh, closer and closer to Bedford. And, uh, man, so much to discuss, so much to dissect. We appreciate everything. And, uh, again, Monday night, 7 p.m., we'll have all of our sponsors uh, on board from the College Grinner and Showcase. Looking forward to it, my man. Same here. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, there you have it. Craig Red, co-founder of the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium, the third annual College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. You can follow him on Twitter at CGS All-Star. Log on CGSAllStar.com. Again, we have the expanded watch list coming on, and uh, to talk about that is going to be Joe Everett, never leaving a stone unturned. And before we welcome on Joe, who's been waiting so patiently I do want to tell you about the other uh, live shows coming at you. Obviously, we air every uh, Thursday here at noon Eastern for the Cosgrid Iron Showcase watch list show. And then tomorrow, we will be a a special presentation once again on location at Umberto's New Hyde Park. We're coming out there uh, to talk about the official pizza pie of the New York Giants. Now you're saying, hold up, the Giants play in Jersey. What do you mean Long Island is the official pizza pie? Yeah, that's right. Umberto's is delivered every week. It's been a tradition since Michael Strahan, and they invited me, the pizza fascinando, 
to come try it out and tell you about it. So we're going to put the pizza to the test, find out who's the best, and I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, that's going to be tomorrow uh, at Umberto's New Hyde Park. And, um, you know, there's a lot of great stuff coming up here. And, uh, you know, one of the things we don't do too much of, and I, I'd like to do more of it, um, you know, is recognize some of the good people who follow the show and watch the show. And, and I'm really looking forward to uh, – uh, Jagger out there. Jagger, I know you're watching us. We're going to make some pizza pie. You and Miami Mike kill. We're going to see who, who makes a better pizza pie. And it's going to be a birthday celebration. It's going to be uh, a pizza party that you've never seen before. And not only that, thanks to Big Daddy Salgado of Coastal Advisors, we're going to be giving away two tickets uh, to – New York Giants upcoming game. So two tickets to an upcoming New York Giants game. However, you got to be on location. you got to be in the building in New Hyde Park at Umberto's to win the pair of Giants tickets. So uh, Saturday night we'll be on location. Penn State, Rutgers, we'll talk more about that this show. Game action starts at 8 p.m. Tune in for the pregame around 7.30. We'll have the halftime prospect report. And then Sunday and Monday I'll be on location in Jersey City at the new Miami Mike, shout out to our partner, Miami Mike. Hey, Sunday, we got the Fantasy Football Insider Show at 1130. And then Monday is that College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium Sponsorship Announcement Show that we just talked to Craig Red about. So all that good stuff is happening. And now the better stuff is about to begin. It's the 20th episode here that he's been doing it. Uh, the Director of College Scouting for the NFL Draft Bible this guy never leaves a stone unturned, and now he joins us. We ran through all the positions, Joe, and now we're going to break it down for some safeties today. How you been, my man? Holding it down, man. Listening to the pizza, the New York Giants. Now we're ready to start some NFL draft. In a month, we're going to be in Bedford, man. My head's spinning, bro. Yeah, I, I, I imagine it is because I must give you a shout-out I mean, you have really laid the foundation down for this College Gridiron Showcase watch list. It's uh, something we talk about each and every week here, and it gives uh, a, a, an excitement around the game to talk about some of the players, not only that we're looking at, Joe, but some of the NFL draft prospects uh, across the nation that really aren't discussed in the mainstream media, and it's just been uh, a pleasure to chat it up with you each and every week and just, uh, again, much love and appreciation for this watch list show. What was the final tally of players that we winded up uh, getting on there? I think we're right around 800. Uh, we've got the overall rankings and list of, of every position, every player at 200. Uh, but yeah, go into each positional tab. It should be sortable there on the site. And, and most importantly to all these players on the list, uh, just to kind of piggyback what you and Craig were talking about, uh, this is going to be one of the first events out there. We're going to get the names out there first to the scouts, to the NFL people. And, you know, you blow it up at a lesser event, you get that late invite due to injury. You know, Josh Norman blew it up at yeah. East-West Shrine game, one of the greatest practices I ever saw. He had three pick sixes in the scrimmage. 
he gets that late invite. I'm sure you all heard of Josh Norman uh, by now. I mean, C.O. Moore, there's uh, countless cases of these guys. So, you know, you show up at this event and blow it up, uh, you know, the, the flags start going up and, and people talk, and all of a sudden you're in Mobile, too, with the top names. So I, I would stress that to, to some of the players, Rick, that, you know, you, this is a great platform. Well, they don't call it showcase for nothing. And I'll give you another example. How about Jimmy Garapp? Yep, yep. AJ, AJ McCarron thought very highly of himself, said, I don't want to play in the senior bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo comes oh. in hot off uh, the Shrine game and uh, gets the call up to the senior bowl. So it's a great point, Joe. I mean, you could really have an outstanding game in, in one of uh, these other all-star games, such as the College Gridiron Showcase, and maybe get – the call up because scouts want to see more. Now they're intrigued, and that's what the College Gridiron Showcase is all about, uh, getting further on that NFL radar. And, you know, these scouts can only cover so many players, and what we're doing is trying to provide uh, a good up-close look and a practice environment with some of these late-round draft-eligible prospects, priority free agent guys. Joe, I'm sure we could talk all week about players that went undrafted uh, and most of the NFL rosters in the NFL, I'd say about 50% of every team is made of made up of undrafted free agents. So this is a critical part of the evaluation process. We're getting closer. We're inching closer and closer. And uh, I know you are a man of uh, a veteran of the all-star circuit. In fact, you've been on location at numerous all-star games. And before we get into some safeties, Let's kick it around. I mean, share a, a, a memorable moment with some of the fans out there. I know it might be hard to pick one, but, you know, give, a, give the fans a little taste of what it's like behind the scenes, what they can expect to see at College Gridiron Showcase. Share a memory with us real quick if you can. Oh well, the like the just similar to the Josh Norman uh, story from years back. I think just last season uh, at the Senior Bowl, talking about uh, Kevin Byard the safety out of Middle Tennessee State, and, you know, people couldn't shut up about him. Just hearing other scouts whispering, hearing other agents whispering, I'm looking at the kid going, he's a freak. I can see it. He, he jumped up and picked a pass off in scrimmage. It looked like a 44-inch vertical uh, within the contents of the, uh, the scrimmage, and then we're going through the draft process. If memory serves, Rick, Kevin didn't even get a combine invite. We're sitting there on podcast pulling our hair out, you know, it's a, that's criminal. And um, right now, let's just fast forward to present day for the Titans. He's finally getting a starting opportunity. They've been shifting safeties around, but I think Tennessee now realizes what kind of stud they have potentially in the back half. And it's like, man, you got to go to these events just to see it happen live because, you know, some people in the in the, the, the top scale of communities, even they can miss out on a player. But, you know, if you go to some of these events, man, uh, that's where you really uncover those gems. And, yeah, out of Middle Tennessee, he winds up going in the third round. And if not for that all-star game, Joe, like you said, snubbed from the combine, if not for that all-star game, he might not have had – an opportunity to really compete in NFL scouts because how many scouts really went out to the middle, middle Tennessee pro day? <laughs> Those blue Raiders, man, as uh, coach stocks <laughs> getting it done. <laughs> All right. Very good. You're listening to the college Art showcase watch list show episode number 20, Joe Everett, 
RIC and the place to be broadcasting to you live. And uh, we're going to dive into some of the safety prospects, Joe. And uh, I'll kick it off with you. I mean, you know, you just got done uh, polishing up this watch list tour. Some of the safeties rising up the board there. Well, I'll kick it off with two that have turned into my some of my favorite players beyond position. Uh, Justin Evans, the JUCO product. I always love it when a kid comes out of a you know community college or junior college, goes up to takes the big leap up to the SEC, and he's just turned a lot of heads. Uh, he's great in run support. He's a back half. I think he could play free. I think he could also play close to the line of scrimmage. Um, he'd be ideal for a team that wants to use their safeties kind of unilaterally or just uh, have them do multiple things. Minnesota, I think Tampa Bay is still doing that, the way they line both up evenly. So uh, I, I think Evans could play in sub package as well. He's so willing and run support. Uh, he's a plug-and-play type in the in the league. So just because how how he pops people, he leads the team in tackles. Um, I could not speak highly of Evans there. And then, the other guy going small school, David Jones, Richmond, kid's a stud. I, mean, I don't care what school you go to when you play like that. He covers a lot of ground. He's uh, just got all this length for days. He's a real knack for making plays. and just He's a real racer in the back half. So uh, what ability he has, just kind of feel height. I think he's 6'3 even and stacks and sheds and runs support. He's a ball hawk now, too. Uh, the issue I've gotten, you know, you speak about combine I hope he gets an invite, and the medical will be big because he broke his left forearm last year against North Dakota State in the tourney and then uh, missed most of the spring. And then this year he broke the same arm again. I think uh, had an injury against Towson, then he's out for good uh, against Albany. I don't think he'll play the rest of the way. So I think it's his left forearm that's going to be a big medical eval for Jones, but if he checks out, this kid, uh, he is everywhere at once. So I think that Richmond kid, a little small school flavor, those two guys, I think they stick out in the safety class because they could play both and uh, legit studs that would be ready to, I think, step right on the field and go. Yeah, you know, you mentioned David Jones. We've been keeping a close eye monitoring that injury situation and how ready will he be. Might not be ready for an all-star game, could be ready for the combine, but, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. This guy, a lot of people were talking about a potential top 100 draft selection, Joe, before the injury now. Uh, same injury occurs twice in a matter of months, definitely going to be a red flag. And even if he doesn't participate in the combine, I'm sure he'll be invited to take part just for the medical and uh, you know, this guy led the FCS with nine interceptions last year, 195 career tackles, and the size. I mean, it's just prototypical. You don't see that too often uh, coming out of the FCS, and he's just uh, a really great talent. And because of the injury, you know, listen, if he doesn't participate in, in the draft season, maybe he has to wait till his pro day. I don't know. But that's going to hurt him in in his draft stock, and he could be – a real draft value, a real draft steal, a bargain, depending on where he goes. If he falls to day three due to the injury, I mean, you're getting a potential starter at the next level, and you can't ask for anything more when you fall into that day three category. You you find a guy that starts for your roster, I mean, you're doing good there. Um, the guy I'll give you, Joe, Louisiana Tech, you know, not so prototypical size, Xavier Woods, five foot ten and a half, but a stout five ten and a half, two twenty, uh, really, really 
a, a nice frame. And he's talking about playmaker. He's been making plays all over the field, 65 tackles, uh, a bunch of sacks, tackles for loss, five interceptions. There's really nothing this guy can't do. I mean, they blitz him on the edge. Uh, he plays uh, – he he lines up and covers receivers in the slot. So, Xavier Woods is a guy – I'm seeing a real uh, riser. In fact, this is another safety that could go on day two. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. Round three, I could see a, a home uh, for Xavier Woods out of Louisiana Tech. Uh, so you heard it here first, NFL Draft Bible, bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. Sign up, check it out, taste it, touch it, rub it, feel it. 30-day free trial. Use my promo code DRAFT2016. That's DRAFT2016. You get your 30-day free trial. And, uh, Joe, anything else before we get into some matchups you're keeping an eye on? Any other safeties that you want to discuss here today? Well, we always love to give the small school love out. So one guy, you know, the final edition, I just had to – he kept getting bumped up the rankings. Lorenzo Jerome out of St. Francis. Really good games I've seen him in. Uh, Instinctive kid. He's got reactionary speed. He can blow plays up. He reads quarterbacks pretty well. The biggest surprise to him, he's a gifted kick returner. I think he's kind of a special teams ace, so that's a little feather in his cap when people are trying to evaluate him. But that's another guy I think he could play really well in the nickel. Uh, doesn't have the prototype size, but, you know, put him in on a slot. He's real twitchy. Uh, kind of similar player in my mind to Jimmy Ward at a Northern Illinois, I think drafted by the 49ers. Uh, I don't care where he's going to end up playing positionally, but he's just that type of athlete. I want to give him a spot. And, um, uh, I guess uh, the, the last guy, always, anytime we're talking safeties, Rick, Dante Barnett, Kansas State. More of the enforcer, possibly just a strong safety type, so maybe he's pigeonholed in uh, that. And then another guy, medical evaluation. I think he's got like a shoulder going on there, but uh, just uh, means a ton to the Wildcats program. And like I say, he's just kind of an intimidator to the opponent. Sitting on the team in tackles, probably behind Elijah Lee. But wherever he finishes, uh, I'm very interested to see where Dante Barnett lands. Just the type of hitter he is. Uh, that's a guy keeping my eyes, and uh, he's definitely in one of my matchups this week. Yeah, Lorenzo Jerome, I had a chance to see him uh, up close in person, and he really is an exceptional uh, kick returner. He also he plays physical. I mean, this guy, great sideline-to-sideline coverage, very instinctual. And you can see it, you know, you talk about, you know, what's the criteria, Joe, for a small school? What's the criteria for a small school draft prospect? Well, one of the criteria is dominating. Uh, at that level, and when you watch Lorenzo Jerome out there on the field, even when he's not making plays, you can just tell he's a cut above the rest. He is on a whole separate platform. He's faster, he's bigger, he's stronger. He's just making plays that the other people out on the field can't do. That's Lorenzo Jerome, and again, he didn't even score a touchdown uh, the game that I saw him, I don't think, but he still made a strong impression on me. I know he's a confident young man and really believes in his abilities, and I believe in his abilities as well. And he's somebody who could potentially get a senior bowl invite, and, you know, we'll uh, be keeping tabs on the NFL Draft Bible.com on all the all-star game invites and 
If you want a sneak peek at our big board, I'll send it to you. Uh, get, give me a, a drop me a line and email ric at nfldraftbible.com. Put big board in the subject. I'll send you a little copy, uh, a preview. Right now, we got about the top 750 players in college football, regardless of draft class. Uh, so it's a really cool list to kind of see and compare freshmen, sophomores, seniors, juniors, whatever. Take my breath away. That's what we do here at the Cosgrid Iron Showcase Watch List Show. All right, Joe, uh, well, who's the matchups you're keeping an eye on this weekend? A couple, the Kansas State, uh, the Barnett, and it's at Baylor, and I know Baylor, uh, they lost Seth Russell, but that offense is always a challenge in the running game, regardless of who's that quarterback. Just because of those wide sets, they always have that spread system. Receivers all the way out on the far hashes, and then they, they crack a draw right at you, and you're forced to beat one-on-one. Well, that could be Dante Barnett versus Shocklin Wood, or it could be Elijah Lee, one of the two. But my point is, in run support, what, what Barnett's doing, does Baylor still trick them in there? They, they still have talent at the receiver position. And then another sneaky matchup, I think, just because it's a guy we haven't been able to talk about, Tulane going up against Temple, and you're saying Temple, hey, they, they barely even throw the ball. I know, but it's still run support. And Nico Marley, what is he? Is he a linebacker? Is he a safety? I guess he's more of that rover where they put him in in a nickel and, and just kind of line him up as a linebacker and then run him out in coverage. But he's got a pretty busy day running away from that fullback Sharga and, and chasing down the, the Temple back. So I think, uh, yeah, Tulane Temple. And watch Nico Marley. See how he does it because that's a guy – I guess I worry about him mostly, Rick, because he doesn't really have a position going forward. But what a hitter. What an athlete. So much like his dad, Rohan Marley, where they just got there, arrived in a bad mood, and blew people up. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be watching Tulane Temple. Yeah, no doubt about it. You heard it here first. Joe Everett dropping that knowledge, never leaving a stone unturned. And uh, definitely love the insight, Joe. Now, I'll be on location senior night in Piscataway. I don't think we'll be seeing much of uh, any kind of pandemonium. If we do, it'll be for the other way. But uh, a last chance here to look at the seniors in my own backyard. Ironically, I've been all over the country. I haven't been to a Rutgers game yet. So uh, saving it for the senior night, the Penn State game. And a couple seniors there, I mean, uh, the, the linebacker at Penn State, Wartman White, is definitely on our watch list, as well as Darius Hamilton from uh, Rutgers. You know, Joe <clears throat> can tell you about his father, Keith Hamilton, keeping it in the bloodlines. And, um, you know, that's where I'll be on location. I know Justin uh, couldn't join us today, but I think he'll be at uh, Colorado, who is matched up against Washington State, I want to say, off the top of my head. And uh, what else we got going on here? All right. That was a great show, Joe. Parting shot for the people, and we'll wrap this bad boy up. January 7-11, man. Can't wait. Uh, to steal your line, Not can't stop, won't stop. Man. It's going to be a really good week of college football. And, yeah, I'm fired up for uh, just finalizing this list and uh, getting these, uh, getting the invites out to the kids. I can't believe we're already here, man. Yeah, man, January 7-11, I got to steal that one. Uh, I dig it. And before I let you go, because you mentioned Baylor, and, you know, there's a lot of 
smoke, sometimes where there's smoke, there's fire, but the Mad Hatter being linked to Baylor, your thoughts real quick before I let you go on Les Miles possibly heading over there? I I could see it. I, I mean, you want somebody that's good off the field too, and uh, kind of. I don't know that Les has had too much controversy. I think that's what they're trying to stray away from. Uh, the guy is going to get a job and quick. That's what you had to know once he left LSU. He's going to be a hot commodity. He's, I still think. Rick, he's got to be a, a, a big commodity, or just a, a big shining star for a program like Purdue or just any Big Ten school like he would be a huge hire. So I think we're still going to see his name connected to a lot of schools. But, yeah, if if Baylor wanted a quick turnaround and let's let's just erase those horrible memories, that would be a nice, swift move. And uh, I can't help but, but – to hit you with one more, Butch Davis uh, back in the in the college game over at FIU. Quick thoughts there. I like that a lot. I mean, we're, and plus, get Butch off the TV. He's not doing anybody any favors, not much less himself. Uh, he he could be a huge improvement for that program. And I've never been a fan of Ron Turner. I mean, just get him out. This is a, not only a team that needed a makeover, but yeah, this is a coach that needed to get back in it. Where have you been, Butch State? Yeah, I love it. All right, Joe, uh, until next week, uh, enjoy the weekend, enjoy all the action, and uh, we'll boogie on back here next Thursday, my man. Sound like a plan. All right, that's Joe Everett, Director of College Football Scouting for the NFL Draft Bible, never leaving a stone unturned, and a huge, 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 reason why we have over 800 prospects on that College Gridiron Showcase watch list. And uh, it's really exciting. Uh, the the invites, I, I got to tell you, I mean, it, I wish I could talk about them because I'm really excited about it, but it, it's going to be such a phenomenal roster. And if you're a scout out there watching the live stream right now, believe me, January 7-11, you need to be in Bedford, Texas, uh, I, I say that with uh, very, very strong conviction. So, uh, you know, for Joe Everett, for Craig Red, for Jose Jefferson, for me, the RIC, Rick Saratella in the place to be here in New Jersey at the NFL Draft Bible headquarters, we are going to wrap up another show. Thank you for listening. Our 20th episode, we ran through all the positions back and forth now and uh, have had a lot of fun doing it. So if you're a scout, an agent, a player, a draftnik, a fan, a family, a friend, or just someone I don't even know, even a hater, I love you too. Appreciate it. Thanks to my special super producer, Samantha C, behind the uh, live streams. And thanks for tuning in again. We'll be back tomorrow for our second of five shows, five days, Five shows, five locations. Tomorrow will be in New Hyde Park at Umberto's, a really big extravaganza. And uh, Saturday, like I said, Penn State, Rutgers, 8 p.m. Tune in for that. Sunday morning, 1130 at the new Miami Mike's Jersey City. Come on down, Grove Square. That'll be at 1130 a.m. And then Sunday, the Cosgrid Iron Showcase and Symposium Sponsorship Announcement Show, 7 to 8.30. Oh, baby, can't stop. 
won't stop. Till the next time, everybody.